and welcome to the Rising is One podcast. I'm Aaron Blau, filling in for Dominic Kearns and Kyle Mackey. Today's episode, we're going to be covering some post-game commentary from Dominic and myself, as well as hearing some clips from the Phoenix Rising Media Day that occurred last Wednesday, from interviews from both Dominic and Firebird Soccer Editor-in-Chief Jeff Wendt. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsors, Arizona Sports Complex, out at 3555 West Pinnacle Peak Road. They have all sorts of great sports, youth soccer, adult soccer, basketball, volleyball, all kinds of different court sports, and they do party rentals too. If you happen to be out there, please tell them that the Rising is One podcast sent you. We'd also like to thank Roughneck Scarves. Roughneck Scarves, great sponsors, great scarves, all sorts of wonderful designs. So, on to the podcast. On Saturday, Phoenix Rising FC took on Real Salt Lake in a home match at Phoenix Rising Soccer Complex. Phoenix Rising featured Zach Lubin in goal, with Dia, Cochran, Farrell, and Dubai on the back line. Musa is a defensive midfielder, with Johnson, Vega, Aguinaga, and Asante playing a midfielder role. Adam John up, had his first real great feature up front in front of a home crowd, which numbered by team reports at near 6,000. My eyes saw eh, about 4,000 maybe, but the team released a near 6,000 number. Shortly after the game, I met up with Dominic Kearns to give a little bit of post-game wrap-up. Hey, this is Dominic here with the Rising is One pod, and I'm joined by Aaron. Hey, what's going on? And we're here because I'm going to be out of town when Aaron and Kyle record tomorrow, so just thought we'd give our observations moments after this preseason match against Real Salt Lake ended. 4-1 we lost, but there were some good things, right? Yeah, you know, uh, I talked to Zach Lubin after the game a little bit. He seemed uh, kind of trying to put a positive spin, but the game was what the game was. Uh, It was... uh, a, a bit of a tune-up. It was a, a way to show an example of how we're going to be playing. Uh, there was definitely some really fantastic moments in the match. Uh, and Dom, tell us about the very first moment in the match uh, that really gave us a lot of a thrill. Yeah, so while everyone's still getting settled in this stadium here, um, second minute, Solomon Asante gets a ball off, I believe it was a turnover, and he just plays a great through ball that um, Adam John's able to get on the end of. He gets one-on-one with Nick Armando and kind of just blasts it before Armando can set because that dude is a legend. If you give him time, he's going to make every save. Yeah, John really was able to show some of the the skill that I think we've been expecting to see out of him. Uh, Unfortunately, we haven't seen enough of him during this preseason, uh, primarily because we've been been, uh, really showcasing... um, a couple trialists, uh, Nagel and uh, Ben um, Spencer. Ben Spencer. Uh, so good to see John be able to come out, really put a good foot on the ball, and give us our first goal of the year. You know, honestly, I mean, yes, it was a tough match. I think the biggest thing is something that we saw last preseason and earlier this preseason, and it's MLS teams are going to take advantage of your mistakes. And it's preseason for us, so there are going to be some mistakes. There are going to be some bad passes. 
MLS teams are going to really capitalize on that, and you saw it pretty frequently today. Well, I don't, you know, the first 30 minutes of the match, I, I think that Phoenix Rising really had a, a fantastic hold on the game. Uh, we had some really solid crosses. We had some good passing uh, on the sidelines, or good movement up the sidelines, good passing through the center. Uh, the first 30 minutes really showed the, the skill that I think we had. Uh, but ultimately what you're looking at in the long term is you're looking at stamina. You're looking at preparation. And they were going to outlast us. It really didn't matter what we were going to do. They were going to outlast us. And in the second, second part of the first half, they absolutely did. Uh, and it's it's worth mentioning too. They had a very strong starting eleven. They had um, Brooks Lennon, a local guy, in there. They had Kyle Beckerman, who won the PK in the second half. They had um, they had a couple other quality guys. Oh, the back line also featured Justin Glad, who's a a, a RSL Acad- RSL Arizona and RSL Academy product. So it was good to see Justin Glad uh, kind of in his home state and demonstrating what Arizona soccer can do uh, when when given the opportunity. Yeah, so, I mean, not an ideal performance, but against pretty solid opposition, I think we held our own. To me, I think it says more about RSL's potential for this season. They looked really good. Yeah, they definitely looked like a solid team. I think it was a good preseason matchup for us. But I'll tell you, you know, during that first half hour, I was really thinking that that we were going to be matching up really well against them for pretty much the whole uh, the whole game. Unfortunately, in the last few minutes of the, sec- of, of the first half, uh, a couple balls bounced their way, 2-1, uh, in favor of RSL. Yeah, and it was really a match where the 4-1 scoreline doesn't do it justice. I mean, when it was 1-1 around 32nd minute, Amadou Dia looked like he earned a penalty, which wasn't called, and then they get a free kick goal right before halftime to make it 2-1, and then the second half, you know, really out of nothing, you know, Beckerman goes down to give a PK. Was it a PK? Very debatable. Uh, kind of goes to them getting some calls, some bounces, us not. And then they make it 4-1. And, and their, their substitute keeper made a couple big-time saves to keep it that way because uh, two new signings, Joey Calistri and Junior Flemings, had great chances that Putna had to get big to save. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what we were able to see in the second half is, again, more of a demonstration of what FC Tucson is going to be adding to the Phoenix Rising program overall. Uh, we had several, pl- uh, I think... Austin Ledbetter got in there. Uh, Austin Ledbetter, Ord was playing. Uh, they also had another new uh, FC Tucson signing that was playing. But also featured on the back line uh, was Phoenix Rising's brand new signing, whose name I don't even know because he was uh, was just announced Logan? earlier today. Yeah, Logan... Logan G. We'll go with Logan, Logan G. Logan G. I don't know how to pronounce it. Pronounce it. Yeah. Apologies. There. We saw this like very recently. So he looked all right out there. I mean, he was making solid passes. No bad giveaways. So, what were your thoughts? You know, ultimately that that sort of second team uh, that we saw out there, which uh, featured Junior Flemings and uh, Ben Ben Spencer. Uh, you know, they held their own again against uh, RSL's second squad um rsl was able to put pull out two goals in the second half after two goals in the first half well those goals were still with the first team in though yeah they didn't make the mass sub until later on is that okay so they uh where rsl subbed um they did have a mass sub at about the 75th minute 75th minute they pretty much traded out the entire team and that was right after they had made it 4-1 that's one of the benefits of being up in the press box. You, you hear everyone talk about these things, but 
Yeah, so, I mean, overall, this game was what it, exactly what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a tune-up match. Uh, it was supposed to be a, a demonstration of competence against a really solid uh, RSL squad. And I gotta, uh, I gotta give credit. Uh, I, th- I don't think Dom will agree with me on this, but I gotta give credit uh, to the RSL, uh, RSL Arizona youth program. Uh, they came out in force tonight. They were singing. They were, cha- they were chanting. They had, they had their team song going. Uh, so it was great to see the youth players come out uh, to support the RSL Arizona uh, squad. Uh, I did uh, understand from conversations with some folks on the sideline that RSL Arizona, if Phoenix Rising does make it to MLS, that RSL Arizona or RSL will have to leave Arizona. So uh, it's going to be kind of interesting because of the, str- the stronghold that they have here, uh, which has produced you know products like uh, Justin Glad. We also see uh, Matt Bersano, I think, came out of there. Uh, no, did Brooks come out of that? I don't know. I don't know. That would be a great question for her. But uh, any final thoughts before we kind of wrap up this post-match wrap-up? My final thoughts are it was a great showing by the Phoenix Rising fans. Um, There was probably, I I don't know what the official number was, but I would put it about 4,000. Somewhere between 3,500 and 4,000 fans came out on a very cold night. Uh, One of the other media members in the post-game scrum, uh, he was holding his recorder and he was shaking, uh, just shivering, uh, you know, uh, because it's a little chilly out. Uh, I mean, I'll put Joseph Lowry out on blast. Ah, Sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. That was great. Joe. <laughs> great analysis, but it, it got a little too chilly there for him for a sec. But uh, yeah, he needs to eat some more, uh, some more pupusas <laughs> or, or whatever. Uh, and hey, I tell you, a shout out to the food trucks that were out here because there was one crazy food. Uh, uh, it looked like a semi truck. It was awesome. So great, great experience out here. Good preview of what the season has in store for us. Two more matches in Tucson this upcoming week, but this is it from the Rising Soccer Complex until the regular season gets going. So we're looking forward to it. And indeed, Brooks Lennon was a member of the Real Salt Lake Youth Academy in Arizona. He signed with Liverpool in 2015 and joined their youth teams as well. And in 2017, it was announced that he would join Real Salt Lake on a permanent basis. Justin Glad joined Real Salt Lake off a homegrown contract after participating uh, for a couple years also in the Real Salt Lake Academy. Next up on the Rising is One podcast, we have an interview from Media Day last Wednesday at the Carvana headquarters where Dominic Kearns got to sit down with Kevon Lambert. We'll also feature a couple other interviews over the next couple podcasts, where Firebird Soccer Editor-in-Chief got together with Jason Johnson, Carl Wazinski, and Amadou Dia. But now, here's Dominic Kearns and Kevon Lambert. Dominic again, and I'm here with Kevon Lambert, returning for a third season. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's good to be here um, for our third season. Um, we're really hope to, hoping to hit the grounds. You know, you're one of those guys that I was thinking might get a crack at MLS this season. What inspired you to come back here again? Well, I think um, the program here is pretty good. Can be matched with like many MLS teams. Very good environment. Very good um, for growing and improvement, improving still, so um, 
and I love the fans. I love everyone here. I love everything about um, Phoenix and Arizona. So it wasn't really a hard decision to come back. It didn't take long for you to become a fan favorite. What's one of your favorite moments in the Phoenix Rising uniform? Well, one of my favorite moments was definitely um, lifting the Western Conference Cup um, last season and um, sharing that special moment with the fans, of course. Is that part of the motivation to come back to finish what you guys were so close to doing last year? Definitely. And, uh, you know, I saw you get on the score sheet more last year than your first season. Is that a part of your game you're looking to build on a little bit more? Yeah, um, that's something that I'm really trying to build. Um, so the first season I got probably like one or two goals, and the second season I'm going up. So this season you guys can definitely look out for more than what I scored last season. I mean, people might not remember it, but I'm pretty sure you do. I remember it pretty well. 2-2 in that semifinal match, and you cracked one out from distance and it got in there. How did that feel to put the team ahead against the team that knocked you out the year before? Um, it was really a great feeling. Like, it was one, that was really one of um, my happiest moments. Like, to be the team that knocked us out the season before, like, as we say, um, it's always good to get revenge and like, it was really tasty. <laughs> Had you scored too many game-winning professional goals before that? Um, not really, not professionally, but um, I'm trying to get into it now, so you guys can look out for a lot more. What are your thoughts on these new jerseys? I see you rocking the black one with the copper trim that everyone loves. Man, to be honest, they're, they're fire. Um, my name is not in the, in the back of this one as yet, but... Um, I really think I want to keep it still because they're like, they're so, they're fire. Like, everyone seems to um, love the black and copper more. So, um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm also into it, into it more. So, um, it's pretty good. Do you have any fun stories playing with Didier Drago because you guys were teammates for almost the entire time he was here? Any fun stories with that? Well, there are like a lot of fun stories, but um, some of them like you can't really. Put all right, up, but. all right. What's one that he wouldn't get too mad about it? Just like it's always fun just to be around him. Like his his um his dancing skills and stuff like that. Um, it's always fun. So nothing specific. But, it's just um, every day is an experience, every right? Day, yeah. And uh, I see your role is growing with the Jamaican national team. Are you excited about continuing that? Yeah, for sure. Um, this year should be like uh, a very important year for us. Um, it's um, the year that um, the Gold Cup is back, so um, I'm really trying to work my way back into that team again. Nice. What's something fun that a lot of fans don't know about you? I know you and Kevin Gates always have fun with FIFA, but what's something else fun that people might not know about you? Well, I don't know. I think I think well, I think most of what they already know, they're supposed to know. Like I love like fashion and those things. Like 
All right, I'm going to put you on the spot with this very last question. Okay. Do you have the best hair on the team? For sure. What do you think? Hell yeah. <laughs> that shot's fired. Everyone else, step your game up. And, I, you know, that's a big shot at Amadou Dia. Thank you, thank you. All right, thank you so much. That's going to be a big quote right there. <laughs> All, right, All right, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, Dominic, for that outstanding interview with Phoenix Rising Rising Star, Kevon Lambert. Up next on our podcast, we have the Firebird Soccer Calendar. Phoenix Rising heads down to Tucson for the, its final two preseason matches at the Kino North Stadium. First, on February 20th at 6 o'clock, Phoenix Rising will take on Portland Timbers. Following up with that, Phoenix Rising on Saturday... February 23rd, takes on Oklahoma City Energy in its final match of the Mobile Mini Sun Cup. Up in the Valley, FC Arizona will take on Albion Soccer Club San Diego at Mesa High School at 7 o'clock on Saturday, February 23rd. That's it for your Firebird Soccer Calendar. For all the up-to-date goings-on in soccer in Arizona, please visit firebirdsoccer.net. That's it for this week's Risings One podcast, and thank you for joining us for this abbreviated episode. We look forward to joining you with all the best analysis of Phoenix Rising, the supporters groups, and all the events surrounding Arizona soccer. I'm Aaron Blau for Dominic Kearns and Kyle Mackey, and we are Rising as One. like to thank our sponsor Roughneck Scarves. Roughneck Scarves is the official scarf supplier for MLS, USL, and US soccer. So be sure to go to roughneckscarves.com and get some of their products. We hope you enjoyed the show.